Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, Halima. Hi, Yoni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Four Little Sick Girls. And I'm Halima, the community editor of Polyester Scene and the co-host of Polyester Podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast where we pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate, review and subscribe. Leone, do we have any reviews to read this week? We do, but this is the last in our bank of reviews, so people should give us more, please. But this one, five stars, make my gen makes my Gen Y heart skip a beat. This reminds me of the zines in the early 90s, and I'm absolutely in love with the discourse. That is by I Have Bangs via Apple Podcasts in the US of A, baby. Thank you, thank you. Gen Y. Halima is back. Halima's back, baby. Pow, 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 pow. Boom, boom. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really like, it's like, you know, the tweet that's like breathable and submissive, like not like actually like that, but like my voice is like really like low, you know. <laughs> Do you want to say why? I had a surgery, guys, but I'm okay. We're, I'm fine. They had to move a cyst, a bone from my neck and a tiny base of my tongue. It's actually scary times. It's scary times, dude, but more good and more good. I have a massive, like, scar on my neck. Yeah, Super itchy. Badass, baby. So if you see me in person, just, like, compliment my scar, you know? But, yeah, it's all good, baby. And you should see us in person, because if you're a Dollhouse member, we're having an event soon. So, so you should true, sign mate. up to come. Yeah, let's go, baby. London people. Anyway, I'm not doing more details than that because I don't want gate crashes. Period. If you're not part of the Dollhouse, you can come, love. It's true. It's true. Anyway, I'm very excited about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I've been talking about all week. All week. So today we're talking about the Don't Worry Darling drama mm-hmm. and also how it feeds into just like our wider attitudes and and I don't know the word but basically how we are consuming celebrity drama and what it's saying about us when it's serious and also unserious so I think we should start with a breakdown of the drama because I've been asked a couple of times on text messages for people that are not as au fait with the drama as me yeah I only's well versed like 
Go on. I am, I am, I am. (laughs) So (laughs) self-owned more like. Okay. So for me personally, someone's obviously going to say they know more, but this all started for me a few months ago on Dumois, the cow that blogged us. Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah. If listeners don't know, Dumois blocked us after we did our Dumois episode. Anyways, they they can't handle the truth. She can't handle the truth, no. So... This all started on Dumois when people started to sending non-tips about drama going down on the Don't Worry Darling set. There was a few different things. So one of them was that basically, I think it started with basically these rumours coming in that Florence Pugh basically ended up directing the whole of Don't Worry Darling because Olivia Wilde was too busy shagging Harry Styles because obviously this is the set where they got together on. Then... Another rumour came out that Florence Pugh was disapproving of this because it was an affair and obviously Olivia Wilde was in a long-term relationship with Jason Sudeikis. How do you say Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. With Jason Sudeikis and apparently, you know, he was like coming to set, bringing the kids and then all this time Olivia was doing the dirty with our favourite pop star. So that was two of the rumours. And then another rumour came into play that apparently Florence and Harry were hooking up before filming And then he started hooking up with Olivia. So then that made Florence hate Olivia. So (laughs) then there was drama because Olivia and the cast started posting like the trailers and stuff. Like it was basically the beginning of the promotional trail. And Olivia did this Instagram post basically praising Florence as like the perfect leading woman, blah, 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 blah. And Florence didn't post anything and she didn't like and she didn't comment on Olivia Wilde's post. Funny how she she doesn't have time to like that, but she has time to like Johnny Depp's fucking comeback post (gasps) on Instagram. Did she? Florence, Johnny Depp supporter, yes. (sighs) Anyway, continue. (laughs) Um, So, yes, she didn't post about Don't Worry Darling. So let's fast forward a couple of months. All of this time, rumours are still bubbling. Stuff is going through on Dumois. Also, I started to think that this was like borderline conspiracy theory land because there's been a couple of Twitter accounts that have really been going ham on basically trying to cancel Olivia Wilde for various things and using the whole, like, this up until this point is why I'm bringing it in here. Using that whole drama to basically discredit Olivia Wilde and say the film is going to be bad and that, like, there's obviously major issues. But it was like super on the budget of conspiracy theory. It was like obviously a Harry Styles fan that was literally tweeting 20 times a day. But the thing is, Dumois was also interacting with this poster, which, mm... anyway. So then the promotional trail for Don't Worry Darling starts. And Olivia Wilde gives a couple of interviews. I think one of them was to Variety. I know she's also done Interview Magazine mm-hmm. and other things. But she basically said in this interview, because Shia LaBeouf was meant to play Harry Styles' character. And he exited production early on and then got replaced by Styles. A couple of months or just like literally four weeks after he exited, the like twigs came out with her story about how Shia LaBeouf abused her. So... I think everyone kind of conflated the two in their minds anyway. But then in this interview, Olivia Wilde seemed to confirm that by saying she fired Shia, like out of wanting to keep Florence safe and saying he had like a combative working style on set, which also is very well documented of Shia, let me just say. But then Shia retaliated by leaking proof 
or supposed proof that he actually quit and that Olivia Wilde was begging him to come back. So it was like this video where she was driving while filming a video, very, very unsafe Olivia Wilde, Mm -hmm. saying, Shia, 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 Shia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Begging him to come back and basically says that it will be a wake-up call for Miss Flo, who is Florence Pugh, to get her, like, act together and whatever. (sighs) Then a couple... Oh, my God, I've been doing this for, like, five minutes and we're only halfway through the story. (laughs) oh my god then someone leaked texts between Florence Pugh and Shia LaBeouf that supposedly show that they were actually friends and there was no issue although I'm just going to be honest that's not exactly what I saw in those texts have you read have you seen it I did read them she seemed he texts like a 50 year old man so like she didn't like it she just didn't seem comfortable in yeah this, like, exactly a hundred percent that's what sure. i agree it's very like reply guy energy like how mm-hmm. you know very strange but anyway so those texts were leaked it kind of added more fuel to the fire that olivia wilde was a liar and then boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, after those texts leaked was it after those texts leaked florence pupil mm-hmm. out of the press conference she did yeah so then it the day after it was the venice film festival premiere of don't worry darling florence Pugh last minute dropped out of the press conference and would only be attending the red carpet premiere the day comes there is the press conference florence Pugh rocks up in venice just before the press conference wearing a little valentino number drinking an aperol spritz seemingly to show that she could have been there she just didn't want then the press conference gets underway Harry Styles says something very stupid that he loves the movie because it's like a movie. Okay. <laughs> oh, Himbo mm-hmm. King. I don't even think he deserves the Himbo title, but anyway. Olivia Wilde has asked a question about the Florence Pugh drama and she says something to the effect of it's just tabloid gossip and I'm not going to feed the internet anymore. She's filming June, so she can't be there. And I know there was some drama between the like journalists because apparently that all questions pertaining to the reason why Florence wasn't at the press conference just got shut down um anyway so then the red carpet comes Florence walks the red carpet everyone loves her she's wearing Valentino again she does this interview where she said she thinks it's very powerful for women to say no on and off screen dun 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 On the red carpet, it seems as though Florence is not talking to Harry Styles. She's also not talking to Olivia Wilde. It seems that Harry Styles is not talking to Olivia Wilde or Florence Pugh. So lots of drama there. And then Dumois starts posting things saying that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are not broken up, but they are fraught. They are tense. He didn't know about the Shia 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 video. Things are not good in the camp of that relationship. So then cute millions of onslaughts of videos of like different awkward moments at the premiere where different things happening. (laughs) Florence Pugh gets a four minute standing ovation of which she supposedly leaves three minutes in to like show defiance or whatever. Although there is also a video of her and Olivia Wilde clapping each other and there's then (laughs) at the 10 minute mark ladies and gentlemen. There's supposedly a video that shows Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine. Chris Pine also becomes a meme in this process by seeing, like, kind of all these facial expressions that pertain to him being over the situation at the press conference, at the premiere, whatever. 
there is a video that shows Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine. Of course, it doesn't actually show that. It probably didn't happen, but it's really, really fun and funny. Now, there are a million memes. No one has still seen the film. Let's see if this drags on for another two weeks. The film is getting bad reviews. I'm screaming. It is getting bad reviews. You see that she did an interview with them, I think with Stephen Colbert, ages ago, where she was like, if the movie is bad, it's the director's fault. <laughs> the movie's bad, it's the director's fault. She goes on and on about it. And people are like, hmm? Because obviously the reviews for the movie to are bad. To be fair, people are... I've read all of the reviews. Also, I think from reading all the reviews, I have read... I have basically worked out the plot and the twist, which I would love to see if I'm right. I'm not going to say it on this podcast because I'm worried that someone will say spoilers, even though I do actually have no fucking idea what this film is about. I'll tell mm-hmm. you off air, Helena. Don't. I don't want to spoil her. But I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, but I don't want to know. Um. <laughs> so that's it. That's the drama. Drama Lama. Fort Salima. Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking, I was like, if if they all didn't want that experience to be so incredibly awkward, do you not think they would have just like, you know, like the, 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 the pictures of them on the red carpet were, it's like Olivia, somebody else, Harry, somebody else, Florence, like they're purposefully away from each other. Mm. She didn't want drama, hug and kiss on screen. Like, do you know what I mean? I know. They want this drama. Like, why, why are, like, I understand if Harry and Olivia are no longer together or whatever, but like... Do you guys have no like no like media training? Mm-hmm. Like she they, like I, in many regards, it's, it's weird to know whether this whole spectacle has been the truth or has been you know made up. Because if they didn't want, because not gonna lie, I have secondhand embarrassment for Harry Styles. I hope he, I know he's cringing at home, or is he, or did they plan this? Do you know what I mean? I don't think they planned this. Someone said this to me that maybe this is like you know a whole Kanye Kim Kardashian level execution mm, of publicity i actually don't think so i think olivia is stumbling olivia wilde olivia my friend lol no i don't actually know her <laughs> i think olivia wilde is stumbling because she's trying to make the best of all this bad thing that is happening to her very quick for sure in very quick succession but that's what i mean like but in our heads don't you think that like do you not have like everybody's been saying it but do they not have media training yeah of course they do and i think this is where harry styles is like really meeting stumbling block after stumbling block because I feel like he's basically his in my opinion his show on the red carpet oh oh my god I forgot Harry Styles <laughs> kissed Nick Crow. is that his name he did that was still fucking annoying yeah <laughs> he kissed him after the film premiered like at the end during the standing ovation anyway so I think that Harry Styles is trying to be like all standoffish because he's trying to be like his whole, I'm above the drama, I don't subscribe to it, I'm a mysterious pop star boy, treat people with kindness, hashtag pleasing, <laughs> like all of these things. I also, I think it's not working. I think it's making him look like a brat, to be honest. Like Same. this is the woman that was literally been at every single one of Harry Styles' yeah. arena concerts for the past year. And now he's just trying to be like, I wash my hands of it. Like, mm. it makes him look bad and it makes him look childish, in my opinion. It does. It does make him look bad. It does make him look childish because she has, she has like, I don't know, you can tell. I mean, again, we don't know these people, but she like definitely likes him, liked him much more than he liked no, her. No, I actually like, don't bit. even believe that. I feel like he, Do you know I feel like he loved her because, yeah, she's like older. She's a feminist. Like, in ways, she's very good for like the Harry Styles 
persona like more so than a model or like Kendall Jenner or whoever she's like Mm. a woman that has her in mind and like blah 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 blah, I don't think that you know why I don't because she was with Hollywood's nice guy like she was with Hollywood's nice guy and now all of a sudden the rumors that are that she left Hollywood's nice guy for Harry Styles who kind of has since his Taylor Swift era is kind of like bad boy bad kind of like gender defiant like young man so like in many ways in some regard though I do agree with you in some regard I do think that she because like somebody on Twitter was like Harry Styles stands have not slept in months in some (laughs) regard she has done something like not great to his image because of the way like I don't blame this on Olivia Wilde but I do blame it on like Trace and Stick Okay, so, <laughs> I do so. Favorite of so I, I on the independent did this whole article about Olivia Wilde and it was called Olivia Wilde doesn't deserve the internet's hatred. I hope she's I'm glad she stood up for herself. And it goes on about how like, you know, she's she had this divorce from Jason Stakers, who's known as like Hollywood's like nice guy. Mm-hmm. He did Ted Lasso, which is an amazing show. I love Ted Lasso so much. But the problem with like art and media and shit is that people like really prescribe all the like if somebody's in a TV show, like especially a TV show that's really popular, in many regards, do you think that this is how a person actually is? Mm. Especially when you have like a positive attachment to it. And the fellow that um, Jason Stakers plays, Ted Lasso, is the nicest, most amazing. Gina Tonic can attest to this because Gina loves Ted Lasso. Like I love Ted Lasso. I think Eden loves it too. It's amazing. It's like you cry because of how wholesome it is all the time. Like there's not an episode you can watch that you don't like leave teary eyed. Mm-hmm. He's so nice. He's so amazing. He did that GQ cover where he was like pretending like he, like they made him out to be like Bob Ross, mm-hmm. like he was painting. There is a way that his image is constructed to be this like nice, humble, welcoming guy that everybody just loves. And I think he was on SNL. He was really loved on SNL and stuff like that. So when they got div- This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Horst, it was very much like people were on the side of Jason in comparison to on the side of Olivia. And like, even when she got the, I think it was, was a child custody letters, court letters, whatever. Oh, on stage, shit. How remember, have I got so much drama? Okay. So much so has happened. Then Olivia was showing the, um, like first showing of Don't Worry Darling at some sort of cinema con or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And she basically got handed custody papers because Jason Sudeikis is trying to get custody of the kids. I think that's disgusting. Like, I See, think that's absolutely think disgusting. disgusting. And she it's said in her, like, I think it was variety. And I think mm-hmm. this is so true. Like, the only people that that, that harms is the kids. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to look back on that and see that their parents were fighting. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, they have tried to there has been this whole narrative crafted around it like yeah olivia wilde the harlot leaving jason sudeikis for harry styles blah 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 blah. that's all kind of like conjecture like nothing was ever confirmed and then that custody paper thing happened and like now their whole family business is everywhere and it's like i remember when it came out and i was very much on the side of jason sudeikis Mm. i know shocking i'm not on his side no more but it was because people were going on about how um apparently you know like you have to be avoiding the courts for something like that to happen. So, like, in my head, because the way people were, like, really defending Jason Sudeikis on Twitter, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So she was the one avoiding it. He was trying to give it to her in a respectful way. She's been avoiding him. So, obviously, you know, if they're, if they're able to find her somewhere, they're going to give it to her. But, like, Olivia actually went through the whole process of variety and was like, like, that, like what he did has to be planned because there's security yeah, in there. So exactly so he he planned it like and that's and she was like she was she was like i kept my cool but like it really hurt me that he did something like that because it was purposeful mm-hmm. and like you have to plan something like that and she was like there's a reason i left the relationship like mm-hmm. so we'll just show you like the only reason i support jason stakis was again because i felt like i somehow knew him based on his mm-hmm. on his character in ted lasso but it shows you how powerful these people like construct their identities yeah. that people were like and you know going like brutally defend Jason Sudeikis and we don't know these people mm-hmm. do you know what I mean we don't know these people and what he did was disgusting what he did was wrong but still the the point of blame somehow became Olivia's in that situation and and I know this is just like fun drama and it is so fun and I'm so invested in it but like I do feel like in a, a darker undercurrent speaks to the way that like this cultural moment we are living in is basically finding ways to let men off the hook and like yeah, the women suffer shit. for their for their issues like i have a great example of this so yeah okay go i saw a thread on twitter like about this olivia stuff and one of the things that ari star stands are doing at the minute to kind of show that olivia is a bad person is show pictures of her with harvey weinstein mm, yeah yeah um from ages ago and being like oh she hangs up with harvey weinstein and all this shit as if like Harry Winston wasn't hanging out with lots of young women. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> hanging out with lots of young women, manipulating young women. Like, you don't care about the victims. Yeah, you don't Somehow know. you're blaming yeah. Olivia, Olivia Wilde for this shit. Like, these are freaks. Like, you don't care about victims. You don't care about all, this, uh, all of this shit. Like, you don't care about the fact that, like, Harry Weinstein is the one, Harry Weinstein is the one that fought somehow it's Olivia's fault. I know. Do you know what I mean? Not saying that they're necessarily rehabilitating Harvey Weinstein, but the point of blame is again going to Olivia. Is Harvey Weinstein dead yet? No, not yet. Apparently, he might be out on parole or not on parole. Actually, that's misinformation. I saw this on Emirata's TikTok, so I don't know if it's true. <laughs> um, also, I think the second undercurrent when, like, 
I think the less wholesome part of the drama is the blip in the middle with all the Shia LaBeouf stuff because I think it's very obvious to me at least that Shia LaBeouf is using this as an opportunity to rehabilitate his image so straight off so all of those texts came out and then suddenly like for some reason everyone on Twitter is equating the fact that Olivia is a liar meaning that Shia is off like virtuous and off the hook for anything which kind of speaks to the internet like we can't hold two truths in our in our like headspace at once Mm. Shia LaBeouf is like a bad person like he's going to court in like a few months with FK Twigs Mm -hmm. for all the things he did to her and it's like did you see he just got um literally three days after those texts got leaked he's now been cast in a Francis Ford Coppola film yeah I know I know. And he did this interview in between with like a podcast host where he says like that film that he made about his dad being abusive was all a lie. Yeah. That podcast really made me mad because the person who interviews him is, he's in the new movie with Lena, Lena Durham. Dunham. Dunham, whatever her name is. He plays her husband, you know. <gasps> yeah. You're joking. Anyway. No, yeah, I'm being serious. It's John, John something, John, John birthnal or whatever he plays the punisher i used to love him i don't love him no more but he is playing lena dunnarum's husband and i just find the podcast really irritating because like he kind of frames it as in like you know he's my friend and he's done something wrong and it's 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 like my job as his friend to make sure he never does something like that again calm cool whatever nobody's saying necessarily that abusers don't have that people in their lives because like for them to change they do need like rehabilitation like in like their own private circles away from us seeing it happen on screen while these women still suffer publicly like we did not have to publicly see that conversation between john and shia because it 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 goes beyond like the way john framed it like i'm just trying to like you know talk to my friend make sure he doesn't do this again do that privately because this becomes this becomes you like a public thing of you publicly trying to rebrand him and bring him back into the public when like a year of you like somehow healing yourself. You need more than a year, babe. Yeah, you need more than a year. You have serious issues <laughs> that have like plagued his entire career. Like it's and have harmed so yeah, many people. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like no, absolutely not. He needs to join Army Hammer on the Cayman Islands selling timeshares. <laughs> like. But also, it's so interesting that, like, not interesting, that's the wrong word, but it's so, like, perversely backwards how we're having these conversations about, like, rehabilitation and, like, rehabilitating abusers. And yet, if Amber Heard was to, like, rear her head at any point, like, I saw she literally got, like, photographed shopping at TK Maxx, which is called TJ Maxx in America. And everyone was being like, why the fuck is she out in public? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. But then we're letting these men walk around doing podcasts and sell timeshares on the Cayman Islands. And she's <laughs> spotted on Dumois. And, like, we're like, well, they've got to get back to their lives somehow. Literally. And, and, and fucking be on MTV like, as an NFT. Johnny Depp, <sighs> which is a whole other thing. Like MTV have a, an, a like a very young audience, mm. so for them to be the people to reintroduce him is very very scary. Mm. Yeah, I think it just like, and then also just the fact that like <sighs> we don't know the actual draw. Like we don't know what went down on that set. Like I'm sure probably mm-hmm. about thirty percent of what we have is truth. Yeah, but. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm fully formed in this response yet. But the fact that we 
pitting two like they've pitted each other against you like Florence has pit herself against Olivia Wilde I would say like in a covert way she has absolutely but the fact that that can be still a point of like so much attention and so much like we're so easily won over by like these two women hate each other as a vibe I think it does speak as I said before to the cultural moment of like we're very interested in just women's suffering at the moment for sure I mean that's why the blame is is getting put on uh, Olivia's door right like not nothing else is getting put on any of these men mm-hmm. like we we not I but yous <laughs> love seeing it you it's love terrible. it too you've been sending me the memes <laughs> I mean I love the drama but I don't love you know what's happening to Olivia I mean not that she's like do you know what I mean like and I'm sure she's done wrong things in the situation too, but, you know, it does feel like a, like, it's not not necessarily the same, but it does feel like a Amber Heard type of uh, level of blaming. I've seen loads of tweets that have been like, the celebrities are celebrating again. I love it. And I do think there is an element of that, but I think it's like, as in, celebrities are being ridiculous. They're stylists. Oh, that was another thing I forgot in their drama. Like Florence's stylist and all oh, her yeah. team wore like Miss Flow t-shirts and like her stylist captioned the picture of her Miss Flo. Also, if a bad thing, like I would be gutted if I was Florence Pugh and I heard myself being Same. spoke about in that way. Like I don't think it's acceptable. I think it's really condescending and horrible. So I really horrible. I don't like blame her for trying to make light of the situation. And then Olivia Wilde's stylist posted like a <laughs> a sky picture with like the nice Instagram story font being like, "There's more to every story." Um, they feed into it so much like they are all feeding into it but I think it, there's also just some very unsavory parts of the of the whole thing in mm-hmm. like the Shire stuff and like how Harry Styles stands treat Olivia Wilde which is basically mm-hmm. what ignited this whole thing like there wouldn't mm-hmm. really be a story if the stands weren't hammering this like drama about it from literal day one also mm-hmm. Dumois is totally playing into it. Like, I'm sorry, I'm anti Dumois on this podcast episode. Because then, did you see that tweet I sent you where she was like, How dare you say Harry Styles spat on Chris Pine? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, Excuse me, you're meant to be the queen of like funny celebrity gossip. Like, literally uh-huh. get a fucking life. Like, what personal vested interest do you have in Harry Styles? And then, like, what? We should have been anti Dumois since we got blocked. I have been anti Dumois since we got blocked. Good, 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 good. Period. <laughs> I want that argument. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like it can. Hopefully, it can only get better. But I feel like it can only get more dramatic. For sure. We need a team watch of them. Don't worry, darling. Yeah, please. If anyone wants to watch, don't worry, darling, with us. We will be going on opening. <laughs> yeah. We will be going. Oh, my God. I actually can't wait for the film, you know. Same. <laughs> Although I have seen, because because I've been reading the reviews, I mean, it just seems to be a, like a trash anyway, which is a shame because I think the film looks really nice. I'm also curious to go, like, how it would have been received without all of the drama. But yeah. I have seen a couple of what looks like very um valid arguments which is that there's basically only one black character in the whole film it's played by she's played by kiki lane and apparently she's just used as like a prop and then discarded really really quickly and like yikes yeah it looks really bad and sounds really bad and then the other thing is that there was like the whole drama about like 
Olivia saying it was a film about female pleasure and like that she wanted to show realistic depictions of female pleasure on screen. One reviewer has gone in hard on that saying that it's actually like very painful and like quite a triggering watch in some senses. So the jury is out. Is this going to be like Olivia's shtick now? You know, like Booksmart was super white, Mm. but like Booksmart, I love Booksmart, but again, like there's probably like one black character in Booksmart who was very much like a kind of caricature-esque yeah very little lines very just like part of the joke not good for her you know no it's not i do wonder how harry's next movie you know the gay police officer yeah. is playing i wonder about the press on that i don't know <laughs> oh yeah and then we, we forgot to mention when the clip got released on rolling stone Yikes. of his acting this is my thing like i weren't i worry for his next movie because he is like i mean i think florence is like proper leading this movie yeah but, like, I think he's properly leading that movie. Like, his actual, like, vernacular is leading that movie. <laughs> but also, it's an Amazon Prime straight-to-streaming film. So, are the stakes... Is it? Yeah. The Policeman? Yeah. Or... <gasps> wow. I, okay. I feel as though the stakes are not as high. Fair, fair. But maybe they are. I don't know. Or that's the, that's another thing. Like, I feel like it takes the heat off him so much because of the drama. Like, you're saying you're curious for his next performance is anyone else not really but that's the thing i feel like it sucks that he's a terrible actor because (laughs) he gets put with such amazing leading ladies that you assume he's not yeah do you know what i mean like he wasn't did you watch dunkirk yes i loved it (laughs) i'm a crazy person though i feel like i'm the only person who liked it but he didn't really speak in it which was nice no he didn't speak you just want to look yeah yeah (laughs) i mean that's it but i do wonder how that movie will go um i think we are in a very like the thing is it's so fun like i've had an amazing time with this gossip i've really enjoyed it i love the memes i will be very i have a hole in my heart when it's over but also i just Mm -hmm. feel gross like i don't think it's good like at the heart of it i'm more i'm scared i'm worried for olivia world's future and also like Mm -hmm. i feel like Florence Pugh is kind of teetering on the edge of coming off well and really badly at the moment. Like you think she has, I mean, yeah, yeah. She has youth on her side at the moment in that, like she really knows how to like play into the memes, play into like the way that Twitter works in terms of like getting a viral video out with the like Aperol thing. Um, mm-hmm. She knows like our vernacular, for example, and like she knows how we communicate, which I think is very opposite to Olivia Wilde. Like Olivia Wilde seems to be very earnest and like is constantly trying to like make the good point. Whereas Florence is like, eh, mm-hmm. um, I'll make it funny and leave. So I think she has that on her side, but I just feel like this is one of those situations where at the end of the day, maybe no one can come out well when it yeah. all chalks down to it. I find it funny how Olivia has both Gemma Chan and Florence Pugh, who are both joined up supporters in her movie. <gasps> it's Gemma Chan. Yeah. Gemma Chan went out with, um, what's his name though, Jack? Oh, mate. Whitehall. Yeah, and I don't trust, like, he's about, he's awful, he's awful. I love his show with his dad on Amazon, or is it on Netflix? Chavis I mean, uh, watch the, I'm sorry. No, you should watch the Ramesh Ranganathan one on BBC that he copied it off instead. Oh, did he? Yeah, it's Ramesh and his mum going to different places. That's way better. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Oh my god, I didn't know. Instead you watched the Two Rich White Men one. Mm. yeah but it was funny <laughs> well like when they go to australia the romesh one is funnier i promise okay okay i'll watch it <laughs> all right <laughs> all right thank you for listening everyone cheers we'll see you bye. Next week when there'll be another 10 minutes of don't worry darling drama <laughs> oh my God. when does
does this movie come out? 23rd. We've got fucking ages. Of September? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, booking my tickets now. Literally. Um, thank you to Olivia for editing this episode. And thank you to Eden for looking after Halima's spot for the last two weeks. Love you. Thank you to Gina and Gina, Charlotte, Grace, Izzy, Hattie, Misha, everyone. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.